Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash R-S. Welcome to r slash Am I the Butthole, where OP reveals just how much of a Karen she is. Am I the bad guy for calling the cops on my neighbor after they took a package off my porch? I'm a 38-year-old woman who lives alone in the house that I grew up in. It was left to me by my mother after she passed away 10 years ago. About 4 years ago, a couple about my age moved in next door, and we've pretty much been at odds since day one. There have been numerous times and issues that we've disagreed on. I have three cats that I sometimes let out into my backyard. My neighbors have a dog that would jump the five-foot-tall chain-link fence separating our yards to chase my cats. I told my neighbors that if I caught their dog doing it again, I would call the cops. They actually had the audacity to ask if I'd be willing to split the cost of a taller privacy fence instead of, you know, training your dog to not jump the fence. Obviously, I refused because I wasn't the one causing the problem and the fence is technically on their property anyway. They ended up putting in a taller fence. Then, they asked me to split the cost of taking down an ash tree that was on their property. It had become infested with some bug that killed the tree and dead limbs were falling on their driveway. They had the city come out and the survey guy said the tree was actually about 10% on my property. I told them the tree was theirs, and if they want it down, they'll have to pay for it because I don't have a problem with it. Needless to say, we're not friends. They've also thrown some loud, late-night parties that included bonfires and loud music that I had to call the cops for as well. I'm currently out of town visiting family for a couple of weeks. I have a friend who comes over to my house every day to check on my cats and check for mail and packages. I have medication for my cats that are delivered regularly. I got a notification the other day that some packages were delivered, so I texted my friend to let them know. But before my friend could get there, I got a notification from my ring doorbell. I pulled up the live feed and I saw my neighbor on my patio. I asked him what he was doing and he said a package of theirs got delivered to my house by mistake so he was just grabbing it. I told him to leave and that my friend would bring over his package when she comes over. He said that he wasn't waiting for that and tried to leave. I told him that if he takes a package from my porch that I'm calling the cops. He shoved the package in front of the camera and said, That's my name and address, OP. I'm taking my package. Then he walked away. So I called the cops and told them that he stole a package from me and I have video proof. They said they'd investigate. When my friend got there a little later, the police were talking to my neighbors. The police must have left while she was checking on my cats, because when she went to leave, it was just my neighbors outside. 
The husband yelled at her to tell me that I'm a huge butthole and that I need to take the cops off speed dial and let them deal with more important stuff instead of using them as my own personal problem-solving service. Okay, so as I was reading this, this started off as like a really typical neighbor rivalry, so I was kind of leaning towards like everyone sucks here, but once we got to the whole package dispute, uh, I don't know, OP. You call the cops on your neighbor for taking his own package? That is so stupid, so entitled, so petty and mean and vindictive that honestly, it makes me assume that the rest of this post is a lie or exaggerated or just simply not true. Because you paint your neighbors out as these awful, toxic people, but I don't know. Now that I understand just how much of a Karen you are, like originally I thought that they were a Karen too. You know, everyone's a Karen here. But, mmm, maybe they're just normal people trying to live their lives and you're trying to paint everything in your favor because you're a terrible person. Like, what did they do that was so bad? Okay, the dog thing sucks, but they immediately addressed it and they paid for a fence. So they fixed it. Then they wanted to cut down a tree, but it literally is on your property. So it does make sense for them to ask you to pay for part of it. In fact, since it's partially on your property, I'm pretty sure they legally have to get your permission before they cut it down. And then you're upset about late night parties and bonfires, but calling the cops on parties is typical Karen behavior. So I have to wonder if those are wild, outlandish, crazy parties, or if they're just normal get-togethers and you're being douchey about it. What I can say, though, with absolute certainty, is that, is that calling the cops on your neighbor because they took their own package is stupid. Incredibly stupid. I can guarantee you that when OP called the cops, she didn't mention that they were taking their own package. She probably just said they stole a package off of my porch and left it at that. So for that alone, I can give you two out of five bad guys. I think I'm going to refrain from giving the neighbors a bad guy score because I genuinely can't tell if they're bad neighbors or if OP is just coloring the story in her favor and exaggerating things. I don't know, what do you guys think? Are these like normal neighbors with a Karen neighbor or is everyone a douchebag here? Am I the bad guy for not telling my cousin that her fiancé was my summer camp fling for three years? I grew up very close to my cousin, and we've stayed as close as can be, but we live in different states. During my summers for several years, I went to a month-long camp, where the first year I was a camper, the next year a CIT, and then a counselor. A CIT, by the way, is a counselor in training. On my first year, I met Kenny, and it was instant soul-crushing love, where he was literally all I thought about for a year. Next year, we actually dated, within the confines of being CIT, so we were very busy. And third year, we actually found a way to essentially live together and talked about coordinating colleges, getting engaged, kids' names, and all that kind of stuff. We drifted apart, but we would still text, and to be honest, I kind of always hoped that we would find ourselves back to each other. I did know that my cousin and Kenny went to the same school and had the same major, so I wasn't surprised when they started dating. As near as I can surmise, I knew about Kenny dating her, but he didn't know that she was my cousin. So I've known about them for about a year, but I didn't want to interrupt her being happy, and the opportunity to tell her never came up. Then, my whole family met Kenny over Mother's Day. I knew he was coming, so I tried very hard to stay low-key. My mom is so obnoxious that when Kenny arrived, she basically screamed, You look just like that little boy that OP had plastered all over her wall. Is your name Kenny? 
He said yes, and he clearly wanted to crawl into a hole, as did I. We said our hellos and nice to see you again, but it was very awkward. The little gathering was fine, and I avoided him for the most part. At about 9am the next morning, my cousin called me, and she was both hungover and drunk and furious at me that I didn't tell her. I guess he spilled the beans and told her how serious we were. She feels betrayed by me that I allowed her to get so invested in a guy whom I had a pregnancy scare with. I tried to explain, but she was having none of it. I tried to call Kenny to see what I could do, but it appears that he blocked me. I feel awful that she's hurt. I made a choice about what to reveal to her, but I guess I made the wrong one. Am I the bad guy? Um, oh gosh. I don't really feel like this was malicious or wrong or evil. It's just stupid, OP. Like, what did you expect here? So, did you owe them an answer? No. Were you in your right to not tell them anything? Of course you were. But really, OP, what kind of outcome did you expect here? Of course she's going to be hurt, and of course he's going to be hurt too. I'd be hurt if I were in their shoes. So, I don't know if I can give you a bad guy score. I just have to ask, OP, what were you thinking? I guess, uh, I don't know, maybe I can give you like one out of five bad guys. I don't know, I'm feeling, I've got conflicted emotions about this one. I'm very curious to see what people say in the comments. Is OP, I, uh, hmm, hmm, hmm. You know, the more I search my feelings on this, the more I'm leaning towards giving you a bad guy score. So I think I'm going to land somewhere around 1.5 out of 5 bad guys. Because even though you're not obligated to tell them anything, the fact that you have a close relationship with both of them and you didn't say anything is just inconsiderate. It really wouldn't have been a big deal as soon as you found out they were dating to say, hey, by the way, I used to date this guy. You're welcome to have him, I guess. But, you know, I just wanted to let you know. Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code r slash at checkout. That's r slash, R-S-L-A-S-H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code r slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping and get it fast with rush processing. Use code r slash. Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts, and just for my daily drinking. 
Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R slash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code R slash at liquidiv.com. Am I the bad guy for telling my parents that I won't be their live-in babysitter or take care of my baby sibling for them? I'm a 16-year-old girl and an only child, but that position will be expiring in October when my parents have their second child. They were always supposed to be one and done with me. Something I was aware of was partly due to them finding childcare ridiculously expensive and my mom enjoying her job too much to stay home. I think another part of it is they're not very natural parents and they're pretty much entirely hands-off. We never do anything as a family and they're not very involved in my life. They pay for stuff, and that's pretty much their contribution to my life. The pregnancy was a big shock for them and me. I heard them discussing what they were going to do, and my mom was repeatedly saying that she was not going to stay at home, and she wasn't going to take much maternity leave. She said that she wants to be back at work ASAP. They complained about how much it'll cost to get someone to watch the baby while they work and during the summers and stuff. I heard them mention me, and I was like, oh, hell no. They sat me down a week ago and told me they had these plans for me to watch the baby for three to four hours after school until they got home from work. This would involve me quitting all of my after school stuff and not hanging out with my friends after school either. They also want me to stay home next summer and to consider hanging around to be there for the next few summers as well. I was like, no way. They told me that I'm going to be a big sister now and that as part of the family, I have responsibilities. I told them they had responsibilities as parents, and I am not a parent. I'm a child in their house. They told me not for long. I said that I could just rush to graduation and leave so they can't use me as free childcare. I don't think that they expected these reactions from me or the thought that I had put into it. After this talk with my parents, I spoke to my guidance counselor, and I found out that I could just graduate in December. I'm almost finished with my junior year now, and I could finish my senior year early with my grades and the work that I do. That is definitely the most appealing option to me, and I'll be 17 in a couple of weeks anyways. My parents were really unhappy with me, and they told me that I'm going to miss out on so much by doing this. I told them that I will not take care of or raise the baby for them. That I have my own life, and being stuck with a baby is not part of it. They told me that I'm being incredibly selfish and to think about what I'm throwing away. They also said that I won't be a very good sister if I refuse to be a part of the baby's life. Am I the bad guy? Oh man. Okay, so luckily in the year 2023, our society has come to understand that parentifying your kids is abuse. This is exactly what your parents are doing, OP. They're trying to turn you into a parent. And yeah, that's abuse. So I'm giving them 2.5 out of 5 bad guys, and I'm giving you 0 out of 5 bad guys. Stand your ground, OP. They're basically trying to steal your free time and what's left of your childhood. Don't let them. Am I the bad guy for not paying any child support? 
My ex-girlfriend, Claire, who's 35, got pregnant while we were dating. Although she told me she just wants to be friends, I was ready to be a father. However, she met someone else, Becca, who didn't want me around, so they asked me to cancel my paternal rights. At the time, I was torn because I wanted to be there for my child, but I also felt that if they didn't want me around, it was best to waive my rights. After fighting for a while, I eventually gave up because it was clear that they didn't want me there. Fast forward 13 years later, Claire and Becca are going through some stuff and they want me to pay child support. However, the courts already ruled that since I waived my paternal rights, I'm not legally obligated to pay child support. Despite this, Claire is calling me a bastard and a deadbeat, and she's even calling my family and getting them involved. While I understand her frustration, I don't think it's appropriate for her to be involving my family in this matter. This is a classic example of people who want to have their cake and eat it too. Like, they got exactly what they asked for. They wanted you to not be involved in her life whatsoever. So then they can't turn around and be like, yeah, well, even though you're not a father figure or you haven't been involved in her life at all, we want your money. Basically, this is comparable to a sperm donor. If you go to a sperm bank and get impregnated that way, there's an implicit understanding, even a legal understanding, that you can't expect that sperm donor to turn around and give you money. Same thing here. They were treating OP as if he were just a sperm donor, so that's what he is. OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 bad guys. I'm giving them 2 out of 5 bad guys. Am I the bad guy for asking my roommates to remove their dildos from the bathroom mirror in a way that wasn't kind? Last night, one of my roommates washed their dildos in the bathroom sink and suctioned them onto the mirror to dry. I used the bathroom shortly after, and when I came out, I knocked on their door. They said, who is it? And I said, get your dildos off the bathroom mirror and walked away. I went to bed later that night. The following morning, both dildos were still stuck to the mirror when I walked in. And again, I told them to get their dildos out of the bathroom. They told me that I need to ask them kindly instead of demanding, and I said that I shouldn't have to ask at all. We got into an argument about it. I'm worried that I may be the butthole because, yeah, I definitely didn't kindly ask. But it's not like I was mean or unkind either. As I stated above, I feel like I shouldn't have to ask at all for my roommates to not leave their dildos in the common area. And their insistence that I ask them kindly kind of feels like they're trying to derail from their situation. Down in the comments, I have to agree with Slacking at My Job, who writes, Leaving dildos on the mirror is a dick move. Yeah, OP, tell them to go F themselves, with their dildo in the privacy of their own room. OP, you get 0 out of 5 bad guys. You should have asked them unkindly because what they did was inconsiderate. I'm giving them... Uh, I'm giving them 1.5 out of 5 bad guys. Am I the bad guy for not covering up more to float in my pool? I have an above-ground pool in my backyard. It's almost as tall as the fence, so you can see into it from my neighbor's deck and lots of their windows. In short, it's not very private. I am 8 months pregnant and getting pretty uncomfortable. Being in the water helps enormously, so I like to spend a good chunk of the time most evenings just floating in my pool. I wear a bikini to do this because it's about a million times easier than fighting with a one-piece. The end result of this is that my neighbors get an eyeful of my large, pale, stretch-mark-covered belly when they look in the direction of my backyard. The other day, my neighbor stopped my husband when he was on his way out to ask if I could cover up more in the pool. Apparently, they're avoiding using their deck because seeing so much of my body is uncomfortable for them. 
My husband laughed as if they were joking, and they didn't press, but now they've started giving me dirty looks whenever they see me. Am I the bad guy for subjecting my neighbors to my pasty pregnant body on the regular? Nah, OP. If they've got a problem, they can just build a taller fence. I'm giving you 0 out of 5 bad guys, I'm giving them 1 out of 5 bad guys. That was r slash am I the A, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day. Buenos dias world from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Went And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.